go what's up welcome to kind of funny games daily for friday september 25th 2020 i'm one of your hosts blessing adelia jr joining me is tim ma fucking gettys let's him host how are you doing bless tim i'm doing really good now that I, now that i've seen the transition that kevin was talking about before the show kevin i ever since moving to to san francisco i've 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 been getting hints uh, wh- mm-hmm. of what, what what i've been hearing about kevin over the years because of course mm-hmm. you guys talk about kevin all the time yeah. talk about how kevin's many things kevin's very helpful he's mm-hmm. very he's a dude who's very convenient to have around very friendly but also very chaotic and he's an I feel amplifier like the, he amplifies yes. literally everything good and bad but and you just gotta point the good at him and the next thing you know you got a winner and I've, I've been experiencing Kevin a lot for the last two days, and I'm going to get to that. But right before the show, Kevin was like, hey, guys, just 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 a heads up, guys. Like, I've been I've been messing with some things and then, and then just ended it there. Me and you were like, what does that mean? <laughs> to which he Kevin said, says, he said, just just messing with some stuff. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and it's like. It's like, we're about that, to go live. Yeah, we're about to go live in three minutes. What does that mean? Kevin's like, oh, yeah, I've, I've, I've just been messing with some some transitions. And some other things to which I'm like, what are the other things? But to Kevin's credit, that transition did look slick. And so shout out to that. Good job. I I missed it. I didn't see it. He did like a zoom effect to transition. It was really cool. Can we do it again? Yeah. Let the people, let, let the people see it. Okay. Yeah, right? Like that's that's pretty slick. So shout out to Kevin for that. I also want to give a shout out to Kevin because yesterday, I can't remember if this was during the main show or the post show, but as a bit, I was complaining about how like, oh yeah, we're gonna get an Xbox Series X from Xbox at a certain point. And we're probably gonna pass it off. We're still trying to figure out like how we're gonna go about that. I just brought up casually as like a as like a as a bit as like a as a funny i was like oh but you know xbox series x the big thing the biggest thing the big thing is 4k i got a 1080p tv like you know i'm not really gonna be able to experience it at the full extent i kevin decides like in, within within like a 10 second window that we're gonna go to the studio steal the big monitor from the studio oh my the big god 4K monitor and bring it to my apartment dude and it's a good it. one we did it. There is a huge monitor in my living room right now. Hell yeah, there is. And it's awesome. Oh, man. No, dude. That is a nice TV. Yeah. Welcome no, to the future. Bless. The present. No, it feels great. You're it here. feels great to finally be in the present. Tim, how you been? Mm-hmm. I've been? I've been real good. You know, I like starting the week with you, ending the week with you. This feels yeah. real nice. A little Tim and Blessing sandwich. Yeah. You know? Tim and Blessing sandwich. You know what else mm-hmm. feels nice? What? Video game news. Uh, let's sure. talk about it. Today's stories include Metal Gear coming to PC, Rocket League, free to play being a huge success, and Don't Nod opening a new studio because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily each new week at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong. We're going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosteeth.com, or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for Kind of Funny Games Daily. To be a part of the show at the patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where bronze members or above get to write in and silver members or above get the show ad-free with the exclusive daily post show. Housekeeping, thank you to our Patreon producers, Tom Bach, Mohammed Mohammed, and Blackjack. Today we're brought to you by Logitech, Klarna, and HelloFresh, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin with what is and forever will be your Oprah report. It's time for some news. We have six stories today. I'm going to tell you it's a pretty laid back news day, but kind of exciting for me nonetheless because our story number one, the Metal Gear series, is hitting PC today. This is from Gabe Gerwin at GameSpot. The Metal Gear series is hitting PC via GOG, Konami has announced. Previously, only a select few games in the franchise were available outside of consoles. They aren't the only Konami games hitting the service either. Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid, and Metal Gear Solid 2 Substance were all rated in Taiwan prior to the official announcement. Metal Gear Solid and Substance actually had come to PC before, and Metal Gear Solid 5 was also released for PC. But this should give those who never played on PlayStation or Xbox a chance to experience more of the franchise. Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots remains a PS3 exclusive. 
The new GOG offerings don't seem to have any enhancements, and you're getting the original Metal Gear Solid rather than the GameCube remake, which I personally prefer. Uh, I'm, I prefer the original, not necessarily the GameCube remake is what I'm saying. Uh, substance, that was not clear. <laughs> yeah, no, when I said, when I said it, I realized how unclear that was. Yeah. Uh, substance does feature some enhancements and extra content not found in Metal Gear Solid 2's original release. Releasing as the Konami as the Konami's collector series, you'll also be able to get five Castlevania and Contra games, including Super C, Dracula's Curse, and Simon's Quest. These games originally released on the NES, along with the Metal Gear series, or along with the Metal Gear games, the total cost for all Konami's titles is $32. Tim, it's very exciting stuff for people who want to play these games on PC. My one question is, when are we ever going to get Metal Gear Solid 4? That's the thing. Anywhere um, else. Anywhere besides the PlayStation 3. It's bizarre. Like, I am utterly shocked. Like, back for all the youngins out there, which is crazy that at this point, like, even that era, there's probably a ton of people listening to this right now that don't know what I'm referring to. But when Metal Gear Solid 4 came out, it was the meme game of when's it going to come to 360? And it's like, oh, man, how many discs is it going to have to be on? Like, nine? And there was, like, photoshops of, like, Xbox 360 cases with, that are, like, that thick. Uh, with Metal Gear Solid 4 on like 10 million discs. Uh, but the fact that it actually never came out on another console is really weird. And I think a lot of it has to do with the whole Kojima, Konami situation that went down around MGS5. But even then, the fact that 4 wasn't like ported at some point... Do you, do you think Metal it has Solid to do with, the, with the architecture of the game? Because, like, I know the game mm. was advertised as a PS4 game or a PS3 game. It was it's kind of synonymous with the launch of that console, and yeah. to some extent, feels very built into like when you're transitioning from chapter to chapter. I remember getting the loading screen of of um, Solid Snake smoking the cigar, and you, mm-hmm. uh, I I believe there are like tips in there to be like, hey, you know, take a break. Like the the, the weird this thing is going to take expect, a while. Yeah, like, this is going to take a while. Like, hey, you know, relax, you know, take a break between sessions, all that stuff. That stuff seemed very built into, like, the PS3 system as far as, at least, like, how the stuff looked. Like, it looked like a PS3, like, installation screen as opposed to just an in-game thing. So I wonder if there's something about that game in particular that is tough to port. I mean, I get that, but also there's been so many PS3 games that have been ported that I don't think that it wouldn't be worth the effort for one of the biggest exclusives on the PS3, you know, mm-hmm. but it, th- yeah. this whole GOG situation right now, it's a weird assortment of games, like cool, more ways to play old games. Always a good thing, especially classic games like these. Uh, but I don't know that this is like, the fact that this is news story. Number one on kind of funny games daily to me is more of an indication that the PlayStation rumors from a couple days ago that you guys talked about of a Metal Gear Solid remake and all that stuff are, are not happening. Really? You think so? I mean, like, if this is... How, I feel like the reason that Metal Gear was coming up and in the conversations is because there was talk of a collection. Here's the collection. Hmm. See, I take this as a possibility that maybe, like, somewhat Konami is trying to gear up for what could be a remake. Like, I think this is in a similar way where we see Horizon Zero Dawn and some PlayStation games coming to PC. I feel like this almost reflects that of, hey, yeah, let's gear up excitement for Metal Gear again. Or, like, let's just drum up the interest and make people talk about it so that when inev- inevitably we come back with Metal Gear Solid uh, 5, or not, not 5, Metal Gear Solid 6 or Metal Gear Solid Remake or whatever, exclusive to PlayStation, there's that excitement. Even though I'm sure that excitement is going to be there nonetheless, but... This is at least gets gets the ball rolling. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, where are you at, even despite this news, with the idea of a remake in general? Do you think that it's oh in God. the works, or do you think that's just I, talk? I'm going to be honest. I don't think it's in the works. I want that more than anything. And at this point, I can't say shit. The year of dreams turned into the decade of dreams, and at this point, it's just the, the life of dreams for the Tim Gettys. Like, we're sitting here. Like I just played a, a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake this year that blew my mind and might be my favorite Tony Hawk game of all time. Like The fact that that is true and that a couple years ago I got Crash and Crash Team Racing, it's just like and we're getting Prince of Persia. I'm like, all right, all right. At some point, I'm going to get everything I want, and I very much want a Metal Gear Solid remake. Mm-hmm. So at some point, It'll probably happen, but I'm mostly interested in the fact that as a industry and community, we've kind of somehow pushed through the Kojima thing 
where it's like, if we were talking about a Metal Gear, Metal Gear remake like four years ago, the conversation would be very different. But now that Death Stranding's out, it kind of feels a little bit more like we're all okay with it. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> we're all I, like, all right, it could still happen. I think in this context in particular, I'm personally okay with it happening. Like if, if PlayStation licensed it out from Konami and did it, I'd be I'd be for sure okay, for sure okay with it, especially if they had Kojima come out and like give his blessing and be like, hey, you know, PlayStation, they're they're gonna do a Metal Gear Solid remake. I've I've seen Blue Point's work with it if it's Blue Point. I've seen their work on it. The work looks good. I sign off, like, yeah, like go support this thing. I think that that is all they need for everybody to be all in. If it was just Konami, if Konami was like, hey, we want to remake Metal Gear Solid 3 and it's just us, I would I would still play it. <laughs> like, especially if they do it in the Fox engine. Like, I'd still be all about it. But oh my I would God. be bummed. Like, I would be like, oh, I don't I don't like this. I'm gonna play it because you know it's Metal Gear Solid and I love Metal Gear Solid, but I hope you know that it'd be a bummer to me. I hope if we if they mess around with it, like I hope that uh we do get that tweaked version, you know? Like Tim, are you Genesis. are you seeing what I'm seeing by the way? On the look. on the he stream. Pay attention. Oh, so shit. I look at the video stream when, was, when Kevin talks. I was problem I was having problems with my, my video camera. So I was like, what's an alternative? You know? pretty cool Kevin, i love you yeah this no, is pretty this, cool this is pretty fucking rad i'm gonna be honest the transition was a little rough i liked the idea of it but it looks pretty amateur this this, this is great pro. well this that's pro. great i have to work on that transition because this it's this transition that i'm really excited about ready you watching yeah let's get, so let's we, get we it go into the browser huh <laughs> wait hold on well, that's weird why did that work for people listening oh, to the auto ver- audio go, version right, right, ready focus Okay, that's it, pretty nice. You need to work on it. There's, you, there's a, I forget the word for it, but it's there's a curve necessary, uh, a okay. key point. Curve. I know, yeah, I get that, I get that. Yeah, mm-hmm. All right. yeah, but I Wait, like the it, idea. What I, was I, say- I, I appreciate that. Yeah, we're making progress here. I, I, again, for people listening to the to just the audio version, right? Every time Kevin talks, there's a waveform on screen that reminds me of like a like I don't know, like Power Rangers. They're talking to like the machine, and the machine <laughs> talks back. Yeah, like that yeah, that sort of it. thing. That's what it feels like. Um, Sorry, and then, my point. But the colors for, are great, Kev. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I I specifically chose that. Yeah. I mean, I also did this, but it's not perfect for what I want. Hold on, where is it? So I figured out my camera, and uh, now I made out oh, of like, God. Can you, can you Tim? Can I you see no, my eyes? I hate, I hate this. This is Cortana, Kevin. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, sorry. To get back to what I was saying, um, I really hope that like if we ever get a remake, that it's a remake that where they change things up, like they did with Final Fantasy VII. I haven't played Final Fantasy VII. I don't know how much they changed up, but like the idea of Psycho Mantis being like, now remove your PS2. Wait, what? You know that like that that seems so cool. No, I'm. I'm I mean, I'm, look, I'm, go for it, bless. I'm with you. I think that's where things start to get messy in terms of how fans would perceive it. If you like start to change things up in a remake that Hideo Kojima isn't involved in, I think people would riot. I yeah. think people would not like that. I buy that, and, th- and that sucks. I wanted to be involved. You, I want nothing more <laughs> than for Blue Point to be making a remake of Metal Gear Solid with Kojima involved. Oh my god! That does you the Final Fantasy VII remake thing? <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> it would be insane. Insane. I'd be freaking out, and like I'm of two minds with it because yes. I personally one like one thousand percent want that, but on the other hand, I'm like I know Kojima probably doesn't want to do that. Kojima's like has been done with Metal Gear Solid forever, and it feels like he keeps getting roped back into it. Uh, and I know like deep down he probably just wants to work on his own thing, like his own weird mm-hmm. indie episodic projects. Um, but God, if they announced that, but I'd blessing, be all what over. What we it. want should matter too. And here's the I mean, thing. you're right. Zero, what the zero fuck was syndicate. That, were, you, were you just wobbling? Zero Syndicate in the chat says, I think you give too much power to Kojima, and I think someone could add to Metal Gear Solid. And I'm going to be freaking real. I totally agree with that in this sense, where I think that we might have hit a point that Metal Gear Solid means so much to people that getting a creative take from someone else might actually be a better thing than him going back and... and It would have to be a, a name, though. Like it would have to be either someone we know and trust, or like a new like prodigy 
type situation where Kojima is like, hey, this is the this is the next voice. This is the next Kojima. And I've been like, you know, uh, uh, not training them, but essentially like mentoring them. <laughs> and I trust I trust them. I've been training with them. The he's fucking no, 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 no. I, I don't think it's a name. I think it's names. It's Blue Point Games. It's it is them. We've seen them be able to make remakes that are fantastic and stand mm-hmm. next to the originals. What if they were to tweak it? What if they were to add their own ideas? I believe in Blue Point. I'd like to see what they would do with that. I feel like Metal Gear Solid would be a big undertaking for their first uh, uh, shot at that. But I, it's I'd a be totally pretty down to small see. game. Uh, but it's big in the hearts of people, though. Like it's it, okay, it is a right. small yeah, game, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like it means so much to people that yeah. like I'd I'd prefer them do that with like a like a Ratchet and Clank or like something that I think we'd be more open to. And then See, once once they prove our Gear. trust, it has to be Metal Gear. It has to be something. That's how they gain that level of mm-hmm. no, like that would take Blue Point into that the the big dog conversation. Like that could be like their Horizon conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I think you're right. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think that'd be incredible, but that'd just be like a such a nerve wracking first project to to try and do in that way. But I see what you're saying of like that's their breakout success, and that's what put that that's what put them puts them on that S tier level. Mm-hmm. Even though I already see them there, like they're already killing it with Demon Souls so uh, and Shadow so of Colossus, and so we'll have to see what happens with Metal Gear Solid. Uh, but Tim, we do know what has happened with Rocket League story number two. Rocket League free to play is a huge hit. This is Marie D'Alessandri at gamesindustry.biz. Rocket League has passed 1 million concurrent players for the first time in its history. The milestone was announced by Psionic co-studio head Corey Davis on Twitter yesterday and comes just one day after the title switch to free to play. It also coincided with the launch of a major update, which included the release of its first battle pass, the Rocket Pass. It also included weekly and seasonal challenges and several cosmetic items. According to Steam Charts, Rocket League's previous record for concurrent players was 119,124 players. Let me repeat that. Their their current record right now is, is, or not even current, like they've passed a million concurrent players, like as of yesterday. Their previous concurrent uh, uh, record on Steam was 119,000 as of March 2020. Psyonix's intention uh, to go free-to-play with Rocket League was announced this July, also revealing that the game had exceeded 75 million players. The free-to-play Switch coincided with the title's launch on the Epic Game Store, a move that was expected since Epic acquired the studio last year. Tim. Wow. Yeah. Video games are insane, man. Like, the power that some of these big business decisions can make is so crazy to look at and see and, like, how... Things can change and things can shift, and you got to look at the leaders. You got to look at the people that are doing it first, the people that are doing it right, the people that are iterating. It's like there's so many interesting things, and like this reminds me a lot of Apex Legends coming out, where it was like up until that point, we've never seen a shadow drop game like that on that scale. Like the closest thing I can even think of before that was PT, and that's a demo <laughs> that came out, right? Where it's like this thing was just randomly announced, and here you can play it today. Uh, but this is the type of thing where when you look at Rocket League, they've consistently made business decisions that are now looked at as viable options for the industry. When they were on PlayStation Plus, that was such a huge moment for them that proved the value of PlayStation Plus. And I think a lot of people going into that would have been like, why would you go there? You're going to lose out on so many sales. But the reality of it is it's the perfect type of game to get people hooked to sell even more copies than anyone could have ever imagined, right? And now this type of thing of Rocket League, now looking at a lot of the other guys that have went free to play and seeing like how that all works, they're looking at like, we're that type of game too. We should probably be doing that because that best serves the community that we've built up over the last couple of years. And it also serves the community that they're trying to build and maintain for the next forever. Good on that, man. Good on them. No, I, this is this is really impressive. This is again like it is it is so impressive to follow Rocket League success over the years because yeah, to what you to what you're saying, they launched on PS Plus, blew up, everybody loves them, get bought by Epic, go free to play, and now they're 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 bigger than they've ever been. And like it that's that's really impressive to see the shift from being a paid game to free to play and seeing this type of success like way post launch like it's been five years since rocket league rocket league came out and like to get this this new wave of success on this volume 
uh, is wild and makes me wonder what the future for the game looks like. Me and Imran talked a little bit about it in an, er- in an uh, episode earlier this week. Imran kind of floated the idea of, hey, what if they treated this like Fortnite? Like, what if we saw events that were similar to Fortnite events in terms of crossovers, in terms of uh, like marketing deals that, hey, what if you what if you went to a drive-in to watch Tenet or whatever in Rocket League? <laughs> I mean, that that's not beyond the realm of possibility now, you know, with mm-hmm. where they're at. And so shout out to them. Like, it's really cool to see. Totally. Story number three, Don't Nod is opening a new studio. This is Jordan Ramey at GameSpot. Life is Strange developer Don't Nod Entertainment has announced that has announced that it, it has opened a new Montreal-based studio to, quote, work on a brand new IP. The new studio will be led by executive producer Luke Bagadoust and creative director Michael Cook or Michelle Cook. Quote, with the formation of a new team on another continent, we are writing a new page of Don't Nod's history, uh, Cook said. It's also a new beginning for new characters and original stories that we hope will touch and inspire many players around the world. End quote. This is really cool. Like, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like we're talking a lot this episode about studios that we love between Bluepoint and Psionics. And yeah, throw Don't Nod in there. Like, them forming a new studio is big for them. Uh, They just put out Tell Me Why. They're about to put out Twin Mirror. They put out Life is Strange. Like, they've been killing it over this last generation. uh, And seeing that they're able to open up a new studio to put out, to work on a new IP is just more exciting for them. So, shout out to that. Yeah. Cool seeing them do good stuff. And like, I know you've been a huge fan of them bless so yeah more have you ever tried project. out any of their games Mm-mm. are you not are you not like a like an adventure game narrative <laughs> not so kind of much version? in theory i should be but like i've never really enjoyed them that much and I, I haven't played too many of them but even giving walking dead a shot i was just like ah there's something about this that mm-hmm. i'd rather this is too close to watching a movie i'd rather just watch a movie i'd like to see you try out Life is Strange, because I feel like if any of these games are gonna are are gonna get you, I feel like Life is Strange is gonna be the one because the story the use, is really the use of Hella. Like, I, yes. that definitely almost won me over back in the day. But eh, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe we gotta, we gotta do, get uh, to try a it stream. Out. Me and you playing through, making decisions together. That'd be a fun time. I'm down for it. Let's do it. It's a date. <laughs> story number four. We got another Sony patent. This time it's Inside Out VR tracking. This is Jordan Allman at IGN. Excuse you. Wait, what I say? I don't know. Inside out VR tracking. Oh yeah, nasty. Yeah, I'm kind of into it. Uh, a Sony a Sony patent has been found suggesting that the next iteration of PlayStation VR will feature inside out tracking and new finger freeing controllers similar to Oculus. The patent documentation was found by Let's Go Digital and can be read in full. Uh, if I guess you go to their website, the images supplied suggest that this new headset will feature inside out tracking, meaning there will be no need for an external camera to track your hand movements. It'll, mm. it'll all be taken care of by the headset and a sensor within the controllers. This is the approach used by many popular VR headsets, such as the Oculus Quest and the Oculus Rift S. The controllers seen in the patent also differ drastically from the PlayStation Move wands currently used with PSVR. Instead, they bear resemblance to Valve's groundbreaking Knuckles controllers, which free up the user's hands and allow for individual finger tracking. I'm giggling because when I say Knuckles controllers, my mind immediately went to Knuckles, the echidna. I love you. I love you, Bless. (laughs) And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) I went too long working it kind of funny, not having somebody show Sonic the Hedgehog the goddamn respect that he deserves. Him and his friends, all of his goddamn friends. Could you imagine like a a Sonic game coming out with some Knuckles controllers, though? Like, I'd play the best out of that. Why not? Like a boxing game? Collector's Edition. Let's go. Let's go. I don't know. Did this do anything for you? No. Like, it's a weird thing for me with PlayStation VR in particular, where I have always been impressed and shocked that they have committed to it as hard as they have. I thought that it was going to die out a lot sooner than it did, or than it, I mean, it hasn't yet, uh, but I thought it was going to a lot sooner. And even this year, like, with their commitment with Iron Man VR, and granted, this year was a weird one, and, like, so many of the of plans got pushed out and back and all that, but they really have committed to this. I just don't know... I don't see a PSVR 2 ever happening. And mm-hmm. because of that, I don't really see them adding new tech to PSVR 1 that I don't see this going anywhere. It's I guess what I'm saying. Like I, I don't think they're going to give up support of PSVR anytime soon, but I don't think they're going to double down cuz I don't think that the money's there. I I heard what you're saying. I 
I think they're still thinking about it. Like when it comes to Sony patents, I feel like we get one a month at this point and most of them never come to fruition. And so I take everything with a grain of salt, but I think this is at least evidence that they're still thinking about the technology and still trying to figure out what to do with it. I, as the months go, become more and more curious on what a PSVR two could look like and how that would benefit Sony. Because again, to what you're saying, very impressed that they have put in the amount of support that they have already into PSVR. Like it is not a Vita situation where they're just like, fuck it. We can't, we don't know what to do with this. Well, we'll just let third parties do their thing and, and forget it exists. Like though, currently PlayStation is still paying attention to VR and uh, still treating it with care, right? At least with the release of Iron Man VR um, mm-hmm. and like a huge year we got for VR, like within the last, uh, the last two years, I'll say. Um, but yeah, the more and more, the more and more we go, the more and more I'm like, all right. So like PS five is about to come out and it all focuses on that right now as Sony, how much focus do you want to allocate to PSVR and putting in software to PSVR and putting hardware focus into PSVR and trying to launch PSVR two? What does the timeline look like for PSVR two? Is it 2021? Is that too soon? Like what are the decisions? No way. Being made I mean, there? if it like, happens, it's 2022. Yeah, and is that too far away? Like, because right now there's not really anything exciting on the slate for PSVR, and I assume that's mainly because all focus is on PS5. Totally, totally. And but I mean, there is exciting stuff for PSVR. I would say that one of the most exciting PSVR things ever was Resident Evil Seven, and now Resident mm-hmm. Evil Eight is true. Coming and there's Hitman VR, Star Wars Squadrons as well. Like, I think that there's. There's a lot of stuff happening that like makes PSVR a very viable platform when you look at it like you brought up the Vita. I think the difference is they're supporting it from the Sony side down and they're pushing for the third party side up. Mm-hmm. It's like Vita didn't really see that. You know, whereas yeah. PSVR it's like Star Wars and Resident Evil getting like pretty consistent support on PSVR is awesome. Yeah. In addition to things like Iron Man VR. My th- I, I think also from the hardware side, that's where I start to be like, all right, what what really is the move here? Because after after getting an Oculus Quest and after using it uh, pretty regularly, it's been really difficult for me to go back to PSVR and feel the same way about it. Like before I tried Oculus Quest, I was in love with PSVR. And I'm to some extent, I still am because I think PSVR has just an amazing software library. Like they've really nailed it on the software side, especially with the first party stuff from Iron Man VR. Uh, to Beat Saber, to Blood and Truth, to Tetris Effect, to Astrobot Rescue Mission. Like, the library there is very strong. Mm-hmm. On the hardware side, like, looking, especially looking at this patent, right, and, like, seeing the things that they they seem to, seem to be thinking about, like, I don't necessarily think that the external camera is ideal. And so if they are going to do PSVR 2, I would like it to be inside-out tracking. I would like them to, do, to transition from the Move controllers to something more akin to what we see with the, the Knuckles controllers, uh, mm-hmm. not Sonic the Hedgehog's knuckles. Uh, but again, like at a certain point, does that become too burdensome for, for Sony? Like is is making the attempts to make this the ideal piece of hardware just not worth it at a certain point? Like that's what my question becomes for this. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's one of those things where, where we'll have to wait and see. If they come out in a year or so and they're like, hey, introducing PSVR 2 and it looks dynamically different and it looks improved and it looks like a a um even a step up from what Oculus is doing, I'm gonna be blown away. I'm gonna be very excited and blown away. But I almost feel like that's asking for too much. We'll see. We shall see. Story number five: Crafton is merging uh, or is merging with PUBG Corp. This is Brendan Sinclair at GamesIndustry.biz. PUBG Corp parent company. Crafton uh, today announced that the two entities would be merging, with Crafton consolidating PUBG Corp's publishing and support teams into its own operation. The player known's Battlegrounds development team will be left to operate as part of Crafton's system of fully owned independent studios when the merger takes effect later this year. Quote, in order to create premier gameplay experiences, we believe that each of our studios should build their own unique creative identity, Crafton CEO Kim, Ch- Kim Cheng Han said. PUBG Corp. was originally formed by Crafton, then Blue Hole in 2017. After the runaway success of PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, the parent company created the subsidiary to handle all of the development, publishing, and global business opportunities re- related to the game, saying that that structure, quote, 
allows us to be nimble as we look towards the expansion of strategic business opportunities that include the game's potential in the esports sector and the growth of PUBG as a true global IP franchise, end quote. That's the most businessy, marketing thing you could ever say. Uh, Kim was the original CEO of PUBG Corp and took over the CEO role at Crafton in March. And so very newsy news that I figured yeah. I, should, I, I should include for the show. Um, but cool. I didn't realize Blue Point or not Blue Point, um, Blue, Blue Hole. Hole renamed to, to Crafton. Uh, I mean, good on them, right? Yeah. Good on, good There's on certain them. things that shouldn't have made it past the idea phase and Blue Hole is one of them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I remember I, I remember them being like, OK, PUBG Corp's going to be its, its own thing now. Uh, I wonder... I wonder what is the thing that truly truly is prompting them to merge back in. I wonder if PUBG is just not the thing it was before and if that's like the that was the move, right? Like pub, like PUBG is still somewhat active. People are still playing it. I'm sure it's still very active in esports and stuff, but it's not the phenomenon that it was in 2017. And so I wouldn't be surprised if after a certain amount of time they're like, "All right, cool. We don't necessarily need a separate entity for this." anymore we can just merge into one and and uh go about business as usual but there you go last news story for the day story number six a yakuza movie is coming this is from dave mcnary at variety sega is developing a live action adaptation from its yakuza video game franchise with 1212 entertainment and wild sheep content variety has learned exclusively yakuza is sega's best-selling franchise after sonic the hedgehog the game was first released on ps2 in 2005 and has since grown into a global franchise with an additional seven main title sequels and eight spin-off titles on all major gaming platforms quote yakuza offers us a new playground in which in which to set compelling stories with complex characters in a unique environment that audiences have rarely seen before, uh, 1212 said. They continue, The saga of Kazuma Kiryu has a built-in cinematic appeal, a mix of kinetic action with bursts of comedy, multiple converging storylines, and a gripping journey towards redemption. End quote. Tim, two questions. One, how do you feel about this? Two, did you know what Yakuza was the second best-selling franchise from Sega after Sonic the Hedgehog? I did not, but... It's not that surprising when you think about it, when you start to just do the math on simply how many Yakuza titles there have. Yeah. Right. Like that starts to add up and like, say it doesn't have that many franchises that hit that level of installments um, and the installments that people actually enjoy it like. And, you know, people are still looking forward to those games. Um, But yeah, this, this is interesting. What's very exciting to me is that this gives us another opportunity to see that dope ass Sega movie intro that they had before sonic the hedgehog oh yeah so i'm definitely down for that a sega cinematic universe oh yeah could you imagine that crossover oh like man. sonic and <laughs> and uh the yakuza like the entire yakuza <laughs> uh just join forces to take down Egg- eggman i'm all about that i saw that uh imran was really excited about this on twitter so so that's good cool yeah uh, then, no then this is definitely whole thumbs up i saw quite a few people getting super excited about this and like that's awesome i want to see a persona movie if sega is going to be making i don't know like uh if it's atlas or sega that truly owns persona like i've, I've not necessarily looked into that well, or doesn't that doesn't sega own atlas it's sega atlas yeah yeah and so i figured so, it's surprised it surprised me that persona isn't the second best-selling uh sega franchise after sonic it's I mean, again, third? I, I, I don't I know think, mm, i think it's a sheer numbers game and i also don't think persona sells that well Remember, Persona 4 Golden was a Vita game. So true. Okay, that's true. Like, we're talking that's about true. even if it sold extremely well, it still couldn't have sold that much, you know. But if but if we're bringing in like the dancing games, and we're also bringing and this, this is going to be okay, something kind of funny. Spinoffs do count. They're saying yeah. for for Yakuza. So kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. There's a technicality that I'm missing here. But yeah, if you bring in like the dancing games and you bring in Persona 5, but then on top of that, Royal and the fighting games and all that stuff, and maybe at a certain point, like maybe. Some of those games don't count because Imran, Imran's in the chat right now, mm-hmm. and he's saying pre-royal near Automata outsold Persona. Really? That can't be right. Also, like there's Persona- three anime series in a movie for Persona. Oh, I, I do know about the anime series. Wait, there's a movie for Persona for which one? Because I'm gonna rent that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna check that out, man. <laughs> I love the excitement. I'm oh, all about man. it. I'm all about it. Uh, Tim, I'm mm-hmm. really excited to see what the Yakuza movie ends up being and if it's something that 
really satisfies the Yakuza fan base. But the movie's release is probably so far away. Mm-hmm. If I want to know what's coming out to mom drop shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Kevin, I thought we weren't doing this anymore. I thought this was just for Tim. Kevin's doing a lot today, and you know what? I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Have because you looked at the TV at all? Oh, yeah. Dude, I was playing on it last night. What'd you think? It's funny. Bro? How are you not going to bring that up? I So the game I played on it, like, like I oh, should have played like a Horizon or a Spider-Man. Super Meat Boy. <laughs> or, dude, I played beautiful. <laughs> played 13 <laughs> Sentinels Aegis Rim on it. And let me tell you, that game looks great. But that's yeah. more of an art style thing that I, I don't know if it's really taking full advantage <laughs> of the 4K HDR now. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm excited to play more on it. I need to boot up Spider-Man or something. I don't know, Tim. Do you have do you have a game you recommend for for my first 4K experience? For that TV, Spider-Man's a good one. You want to go with God right. of War? God of War. I a guess good I, one could, too. I could I could boot up God but of go, War. Go go with Spider-Man. Spider-Man. You have to see the Spider-Man. sunset. That's Spider-Man. Spider-Man. That's a good that's a good point. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna start mm-hmm. off with Spider-Man. I'll make my way to God of War. I'm gonna then make my way to Horizon Zero Dawn, and then I'm gonna jump back into 13 Sentinels: Ages Rim. Out today. We got Panzer Dragoon Remake for PC, Jet Set Knights for Switch, Troll Hunters, uh, Defenders of Arcadia for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, Port Royale 4 for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, Mafia Definitive Edition for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, Nexomon Extinction for Xbox One, Shotgun Farmers for Xbox One. Kevin, I want to know what Shotgun Farmers is. Realm of Altars for Uh, PC and Mac. Tech Pack for PC, Beetle Quest for PC and Mac, Neon Fusion for PC. Saint is either Saint Hum or Saintum. Saint Hum or Saintum for PC and Mac. Uh, Car Driving School Simulator for Switch, and then Dead by Daylight has an update. Cheryl Mason's Sybil Bennett set is now available in the store. Uh, and then new dates for you: you can find spooky surprises with Animal Crossing <laughs> New Horizons uh, Fall update arriving on september no no yeah september 30th uh and then mortal shell physical edition has been delayed from october 2nd to october 23rd kevin how are you looking for uh shotgun farmers it's exactly what it looks like yeah what it yeah. sounds like yeah they have corn weapons that was an asparagus sniper oh, <laughs> oh. oh he missed so, yeah. his shot whoa that's an interesting mechanic he missed his shot which put a seed in the ground yep and now he's got the and it grows culture. a new gun. Whoa! Holy wow. shit! Uh, yeah. So for people Farmers listening, and right? Cowboys. Okay. It's a first-person shooter. It's very stylized, colorful. The characters almost look like me's, but they do have arms, Wait, and they're no. running around and they're. It's just a little disturbing. They don't have arms. They got hands. Oh yeah, they don't have arms. Wait, but Tim, you said something interesting right now. You said farmers I, and cowboys. Here's the thing. I know that sounds very stupid. Well, it's I just said one of those things. It, I thought about it, but look. See, here's here's the thing. I need to explain myself. Yes, obviously, farmers, cowboys go together more than you'd think when you just <laughs> you know you often separately. don't think about the cow and cowboys. Exactly, that's it. You don't often think about the cow and cowboys. But I, what I meant to say was more about the western side of it. It was yeah. like that looked like a very you know western cowboy sure. vibe. But but no, my <laughs> question is, are cowboys farmers? Yeah. Right. Right? I think it's like a soccer is a sport, but a sport doesn't necessarily need to be a cowboy. Whereas, like, I lost what I was going. I don't even know what point I'm trying to make here when it comes to the cowboys. Because, like, but you, but well, you know how do you define a farmer? The cow and cow. <laughs> uh, what, how make do you define that a headline? Some people in the chat. Someone said rancher, and I'm not gonna lie, that person sounds dumb to me. Like, is a rancher not a farmer? But like, is farm how, crops and how ranch do you animals? define farmer? Is my question because cowboys they be chilling with them horses. Okay, hold on. We need to go back. What is a cowboy? 
there mm. he for sure rides a horse right he for sure rides a horse his well okay what comes when, what comes Holy to your mind when you say cowboy i've never thought about cowboys this much <laughs> what comes to the, there's what, some when fundamental you, flaws when you think <laughs> when you think about a cowboy what comes, what comes to mind a dude in a hat riding a horse gunslinging uh uh john marston from red dead redemption yeah but that's an uh-huh. outlaw you're thinking about an outlaw but is he not also a cowboy no I, he's not moving around cows for money Right? But is that what a cowboy is? Yeah, I think so. I'm Googling that. <laughs> I can't. I believe a cowboy maybe, and I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm throwing this out the there. The Dallas Cowboys the got way less cool. Let me tell people, you. People are, are throwing around. It seems like cowboys are ranchers and that, okay. that fuck I'm, with I'm, cows. Not like actual sex, <laughs> but like, you know, deal with them. Yeah, that, that like, they mess with cows. I, I'm on Wikipedia right now for Cowboy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, no, not Rancher. Fun says. fact. Fun fact. Ranch Hand redirects here, which I I didn't expect. Wait, wait. Uh, so a Cowboy I, is a Ranch Hand, or is a or maybe ranch a Ranch hand, hand is a Cowboy? I have a, a Cowboy. Feeling, I, I have a according to that, a Cowboy is a specialized Ranch Hand. A, uh, according to Wikipedia, a Cowboy is an animal herder who tends cattle's who tends cattle on ranches in North America, traditionally on horseback, and often performs a multitude of other ranch-related tasks. So yes, cowboys are farmers, but where do the guns? Well, we don't in? have confirmation of that. I, where did the other ranch-related tasks yeah. doesn't necessarily include farming? Which, although I will argue, what is a, I can't think of many farmer. other tasks you're doing <laughs> on a farm slash ranch. What's the difference between a farm and a yeah, ranch? That, I'm sorry, that was going to be my question. I was a little embarrassed, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Okay, so a farmer, according to dictionary.com, is a person who owns or manages a farm. Thank you, dictionary.com, for nothing. Uh, I'm looking up farm. There's a couple people in the chat that are like, oh, a a cowboy just herds cows. And it's like, that's all they do? Like, do they do that for their their, farm? But then where the guns come in? These motherfuckers, literally all they do is herd cows, and they're some of the most popular genres of movies of all time. That's what I'm saying. You're not going to tell me that, like, they own – that's their main responsibility. And one, they have a whole genre. Two, whenever I I think of a cowboy, I think of an outlaw riding into town – Two guns, bam, bam, okay, going to a bar. You, you no guns at all. Bless, you understand whiskey. that you're thinking of an outlaw, right? Like, that's clear to Are you, Are they right? not one of the same? I mean, no, I don't think so. I think they were just around There's the same time. Outlaws are cowboys' enemies. No, Wait, is that right? No, no, no. The, the outlaw's well, no, you're enemy of a sheriff. is the sheriff and the sheriff's department. Deputies. Sheriffs and deputies. <laughs> a, sheriff, <laughs> a sheriff is much like a zombie. <laughs> He can make deputies. as many deputies as he wants. You know? <laughs> oh, shoot. Let's get to that. The, Let's, the reader mail. Yeah. Uh, before I get there, uh, deal of the day. The Last of, day, Last of Us Day kicks off tomorrow, September 26th. Uh, get a preview of the new limited edition collectibles, digital content sales, and more launching today and through the weekend on NaughtyDog.com. Now it is time for reader mail. You can write into patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by NZXT. Tim, tell, us, tell me about NZXT. I'll tell you all about it, ladies and gentlemen. Andy and I both received some NZXT computers. We've been using them. I am so stoked to use mine for Cyberpunk when it comes out in a couple months. Uh, NZXT build and the new $699 NZXT starter PC is a perfect first gaming PC that's well-rounded for school and work, and it looks super dope. Uh, the starter makes achieving 60 frames per second on popular titles like Fortnite and Rainbow Six Siege a breeze. It's easily upgradable so your PC can grow as your needs change. It's all backed by a two-year warranty, and there's a for, uh, FPS guarantee for peace of mind on reliability and performance. You can learn more at letsbuild.com. That's L-E-T-S-B-L-D.com. For a limited time, you, if you use the code KFG for a free NZXT puck with purchase on a new NZXT pre-built machine uh, like the starter PC, the puck must be added to your cart before purchase for the discounts to apply. But then you get it. Check out the link in the description. Again, that's nzxt.co. Wait, no, no, no. Sorry. It's, it's letsbuild.com. L-E-T-S-B-L-D.com. Promo code KFG. Link in the description is a different link. It sends you to the same place, but you get what it is. NZXT is dope. 
Go you for get it, Bless. What it is. Uh, we're also brought to you by Logitech. Logitech has been my go-to for a long time when it comes to gaming headsets, and their Pro X wireless Lightspeed gaming headset is a game changer. Based on the award-winning Pro gaming headset design, Pro X wireless headset features high-quality materials, advanced communications, precision audio, and total wireless freedom. It's a high-performance Pro X gaming headset with Lightspeed wireless technology and up to 20-plus hours of battery life. It also features a detachable Pro-grade microphone featuring real-time blue voice technology, including passive noise isolation, compressor limiter, and more clean, more for clean professional voice comms. It doesn't stop there as there's also the advanced Pro G 50 millimeter uh, drivers, which deliver clear and precise sound imaging with improved bass response. Hear footsteps in environmental cues with clarity to give you the competitive advantage. You can also experience this headset's supreme comfort and durability. Uh, for a limited time, Logitech G is offering our listeners 10% off select products at LogitechG.com. Use code KFGAMES for 10% off today. That's 10% off select Logitech G products with promo code KFGAMES. We're also brought to you by Klarna. Uh, thanks to Klarna for supporting Kind of Funny Games Daily in Sweden. They don't shop the Klarna. Klarna is a revolutionary new online shopping app from Sweden that allows you to shop thousands of online stores and pay for anything in four easy interest-free payments that make shopping smoother. With the Klarna app, you can shop anywhere online from the One app. It's easy to use, even if you're a cowboy, and convenient to browse thousands of online stores from one convenient place. Pay for anything in four interest-free payments. Paying after delivery allows you to try before you buy, and you can also report returns directly in the app. Get the best deals with customized price drop alerts on the items you save to your wish list. It's always good to shop smarter and save money. Uh, create and share wish lists of items with friends and family anywhere online. It's a fun, easy way to show off what kind of products you like. Tim loves how easy it is to find what you're looking for and get set up. Klarna is a smoother, friendlier, Swedisher way to shop online. It's the one-stop shopping app for browsing and buying anything online. All in one app and allows you to pay for anything for easy interest-free payments. Download the Klarna app today. That's K-L-A-R-N-A, Swedish for shopping. Lastly, we're brought to you by HelloFresh. Are you a cowboy? Do you go out and 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 ranch and 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 eat mm -hmm. the animals? You know, do all that good stuff. Let me tell you, there's an easier way to do it. You can get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. Kind of funny. Loves HelloFresh. Tim says Gia made him a pork ragu recently, and mm -hmm. damn son, that's what he said. Damn son, HelloFresh. HelloFresh offers convenient delivery right to your doorstep uh, for easy home cooking with the family. The recipes are easy to follow and quick to make with simple steps and pictures to guide you along the way. HelloFresh offers so many delicious options every week to help you break out of your recipe rut and try new things. There's something for everyone, including low-calorie, vegetarian, and kid-friendly recipes. HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients so you're not overbuying, which is a burden on the planet and your wallet. The packaging HelloFresh uses to ship your food is almost entirely made from recyclable and or already recycled content. Keep your fridge stocked by adding extra proteins like or extra proteins or sides like garlic bread or, or to your weekly order. HelloFresh is committed to making fresh, delicious food available now more than ever and has taken extra steps to keep its employees and customers safe, including contactless delivery, tamper-proof packaging, and team member wellness checks. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Games80 and use code Games80 to get a dollar to get um to get a total of $80 off your first month, including free shipping on your first box. Additional restrictions reply. Please visit HelloFresh.com for more details. Remember that's HelloFresh.com slash Games80 and use code Games80 to get a total of $80 off your first month. Tim, mm -hmm. as I was doing that ad read, I was thinking to myself. Yeah. Cowboys versus pirates. Uh -huh. Where do I stand? I've mentioned before on the show. I don't fuck with pirates. I don't mess with pirates. I don't like nah, them. they suck. Mm -hmm. Cowboys, Here's... I definitely put higher than that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Ninjas. We're so, we're so uneducated on the cowboys. Wait, oh, well, ninjas on, are real quick, one. Also, the number idea, one. Also, the idea of a cowboy sitting there being like, there has to be an easier way. <laughs> fresh. Very good. Hello, fresh. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, yeah. Like, I... I mean, we, you, you, have you played, you played some Red Dead Redemption 2 or Red Dead Redemption no. period? Yes. One, yes. Two. And no. like, assuming John Marston, or yeah, John Marston counts mm -hmm. as a cowboy, even though at this point I don't know, maybe he's just not law. Well, you heard some stuff in that I, game, or I am I thinking like, Twilight Princess? I feel like at some, some point he might have been an, 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 uh, 
a cowboy. Like, I could see him, like... In fact, that might be spoilers now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, right. For Red Dead Redemption 1. Well, I, I, it's too far. There's a spo- window. Sp- there, spo- yeah. Spoilers for Red Dead Redemption 1. I think towards the end, you become a cowboy. Oh, well, okay. Do we like the fire? Cow man. No. No? No, this is very concerning. No? <laughs> <laughs> People are seeing Kevin on much. screen right now it's and is burning to death. I mean, obviously, it's too much. That's what I'm about. Wait, you know? are you disintegrating at the same time? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think the smoke's breaking me apart a little bit. I can mess with the settings at some point. I don't want to do it now. I might break everything. I got a question here from Warzone00, who writes mm-hmm. into patreon.com slash kind of funny games, just like you can to get your question read on the show, uh, and says, good morning, blessing, and Tim. Mm-hmm. Amazon yesterday threw their hat into the game streaming ring, and oh boy, they might have killed Google Stadia in the process. According <laughs> to Jeff Grubb, Luna basically runs Windows and requires very little code, code porting to make it run in their cloud, where, uh, where with Stadia, it takes a lot. This will provide developers a quick and easy way to bring their games to Luna. However, is this sustainable? I know Amazon makes money hand over fist, but Windows licensing, even at this scale, is a huge investment. And mixing that with Amazon's lackluster entrance into gaming in general makes me question the longevity of Amazon's commitment. While this could kill Stadia, should we also be concerned this might also die off as well? Thanks, Borzin00. Yeah. I guess, like, I, I mean... Amazon is the company with with a lot of money, um, and I, I when it comes to the Luna situation, like my whole take on it is, you know, we'll see how this plays out. I think uh, yesterday my immediate my immediate reaction as this news was breaking on the show, and I was kind of put, putting the pieces together in my head. My first reaction, and I still stick by it, is, oh man, like how does Stadia come back from this? Because right now, there are so many deals that are better than Stadia. And so, yeah, to Borson Zero Zero, to that part of your question, I like th- I don't I don't think there's much Stadia can do to really capture the, the hearts and minds of people at this point. As far as Luna and their sustainability and how uh, what we should expect from them and uh, like Amazon, I'm very iffy with when it comes to them breaking into the game space. And that's mainly because we've seen them try this year and just not have success uh like crucible came out and i think got unreleased which i had never seen before mm-hmm. um like with exceptions of like got pt and unreleased. stuff like that <laughs> yeah like I, I don't i i that that was a thing that happened they put out a game and then unreleased it um their mmo something world <laughs> i can't think of the name of it but like i know like very few people that are ex- excited for it even those people are like I don't know. I'm excited to try it out. I can't think of the name of it. I don't know why. I want to say True World, but I think I'm mixing that up um, up with something else. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Amazon MMO uh, New World. Say New World. New World. Thank you. Um, even that, like, I find it hard to. I find it hard to be excited for it, and I'm not finding that many people that are excited for it. That said, yeah. like Luna, Luna has some promising ideas. I really like the subscri- subscription stuff in it. But again, it's going to be like a wait and see situation of how this really really pans out. Dude, like most things like this, I feel like so much of it's just an education process of people wrapping their heads around it and it becoming a mainstream idea. The concept of streaming games in a Netflix style is still so foreign. At least the sentence I just said explains what it is so people can kind of understand it. But until it actually just works that well and it is that simple, which I think Game Pass and XCloud are going to get closest to, um, and maybe with Luna, then. That conversation, I think, is going to happen on a mainstream level. But until then, I I think that you even look back a couple of years ago, and it's like, okay, Netflix had its transition from being a mail service to what we think of now as Netflix, which is like almost a verb when you're talking about watching something. And uh, then we look at Amazon, and I think that even Amazon suffered with the, the messaging of Prime Video versus just getting a video on Amazon. You know, mm. like if you have Prime, you get video and there's Amazon originals and all that stuff, but you can also rent movies and you can also buy movies that aren't part of that whole thing. And I feel like it's it hasn't been until recently that that's narratives kind of changed where people like normal people understand it, add Twitch to it, add all the other stuff. There's just so many elements going on with Amazon. And at the end of the day, there's a lot of money in Amazon. There's a lot of money in Google. Both of them being 
in this race are going to force each other to try to be better. And we've seen that now in pretty much any of the different industries that Amazon and Google have tried to get into. Even yesterday, Kev, they Amazon announced all their new uh, smart home slate. And it's like you compare that to what Google's doing. It's like Google's just sitting on their laurels right now, not updating shit. Bro, but and no one like, needs a drone that's going to fly through their house. Don't say stupid things, Kevin. But <laughs> You're right. I'm but sorry. Here's, <laughs> you see this, Bless? No. The, Amazon yesterday announced the, what, their new security camera. It's uh-huh. a drone that when there's motion in your house when you're not there, it'll go find the motion and like record, record things it? for you. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's like some splinter t- splinter cell type shit. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But here's the thing: we don't need that. I obviously that's so stupid. It's such a joke. You don't need that. I say that sounds awesome. That I'm gonna I'm mean? gonna get there one day to where I buy that thing, and but it's gonna be floating around my small apartment. There are certain places where Amazon is doubling down and winning. There's certain places where Google's doubling down and winning. But I think that both of them doing the things is good for the competition of, of yes. all of it, right? But at the end of the day. I still don't think that these things are going to hit that mainstream level until there's a proven viable success story. And I think that Game Pass and xCloud are the closest thing to be able to do that uh, in the the minds and hearts of the mainstream. But even they have a real tough uphill battle to to get over that hump. Well, that's my thing is I feel like I don't know how any of these services can stack up to xCloud especially with it being bundled into Xbox Game Pass because it really is XCloud is a is an added benefit to that. Like it, it, we're not we're, it's not a situation where Microsoft is putting all its cards into game streaming. Like no, you have the the option, right? If I'm somebody without a console, if I'm somebody that just wants to play a video game and I have to choose between uh Stadia or Luna or uh XCloud, I feel like xCloud is the natural decision one because i get that library but then also like i can make the transition to getting a box and just have those games and have my saves and play these games the way they're they're meant to be played natively on the box as opposed to just streaming them like the stream i've never i've it's hard for me to go to want to uh be fully confident in game streaming when the experience i feel like just isn't there like and and i feel like we're somewhat far for the experience uh, getting to that place where it needs to be for it to be a uh, a thing that across the board we all agree is great and a viable way to 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 play games regularly. Like the the lag is just too much. The technical issues there are just are just enough to where I'm like, no. With XCloud, I at least have the option to make that transition to to buying a box and having that library still. And I think with that, like it's I don't I don't see a viable option unless Amazon uh, or Stadia like really come out and put out some great deals like great bundles great subscriptions great libraries but even then like i I, it's really hard to rival what xbox has with game pass and and game pass's library now that it does have bethesda and all those first party games along with all the third party games on there like it's just Mm -hmm. a, a very it feels like an impossible thing to rival like i don't know how anybody can do it yeah we'll see now it's time to squad up rocky guardian wrote in with a squad up on steam and says hey guys with next gen coming up i'm looking for some friends to play left for dead 2 this weekend it's a whole whopping two bucks on steam haven't played this game in years i'll be around saturday night and sunday if anyone would like to jump in you can find me on steam at rocket guardian that is rocket guardian all one word uh and discord at rocket guardian hashtag 6709 i know it's it's a pound sign but I, at this point, I'm just going to call it a hashtag. Rocket Guardian, <laughs> hashtag 6709. You can add them on Discord if you want to play with them. Now it is time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong, where you write in let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong. Uh, let's see here. Ignacio Rojas says you can play Metal Gear Solid 4 on PS4 with PS Now, which I didn't know. Fascinating. Cool. Uh, Drew Tendo 64 says for blessing uh, uh, the Persona movies are Persona 3 the movie number one spring of birth Persona 3 the movie Midsummer Night's Dream he lists all the Persona 3 movies which I appreciate I haven't played Persona 3 still and so I'm probably not going to watch them but like I appreciate it uh, People are giving me recommendations for 4K HDR, which I appreciate. A lot of people are giving some cowboy uh, clarification. I'm going to call it slander. 
I'm going to say that no one here knows anything about a cowboy. I mean, RHD16 no here mentions that a farm is crops. The ranch is animals. And so, like, Wait, cowboys is, aren't farmers. Both? They're ranchers is basically what he's saying. But what, And I can both? buy that. What if you have both? I feel like in the What movies, if you have both? They have both all the time. They do have both in the movies. And you know what? Like, my parents... This is very inside baseball for my life, I guess. My parents <laughs> owned a, 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 a pig farm back in the day. And we called it a farm. It was a pig farm. It wasn't a pig ranch. Yeah, it was a pig farm, not a pig ranch. And so I don't oh, know... I'm seeing some fucking holes in these people's explanations, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> uh, Ignacio Rojas says, John Marston is definitely a cowboy. He has a ranch. Yeah. But how many cows does he need to have? You know what I mean? So, I mean, for it to be a ranch? Wait, is that what you're asking, Kevin? No, like, well, how many to be a cowboy. I don't think oh. a cowboy needs any cows. You sound so dumb right now. You sound so they don't need dumb. To, no, no. Yeah, that is actually, Here, no, that's a good question. Thing. Can you be a cowboy if you don't own cows? cows? Yeah, because it's a profession. So, like, a doctor you're, doesn't You're not necessarily any... hurting your cows. Right? You can, you get hired via an app to, herd somebody else. to come to someone's farm <laughs> and herd their cows. Like, okay, Uber, so if you like heard cows. other animals, like, uh, who is this, Dectron in the, no, that's not it. Get Stoos says in the chat, pig boy? If you heard pigs, you pig boy? You a pig boy. <laughs> in the beginning of Twilight Princess, in like the tutorial section, mm-hmm. which lasts for like five hours, there's a part where like Link herds sheep, right? Mm-hmm. And he's riding a, a, a horse while doing right, it. Don't be ridiculous. That's a shepherd. Is Link a cowboy? knows the difference, all right? Is Link a cowboy <laughs> is what I'm asking. Is he herding he's fucking cows? Cow. It's very easy. He's a shepherd. When you heard, oh, sheep, you know what? That's a good a point. That's a good point. You are a shepherd. <laughs> Link's a shepherd. Wow. Shepherd, sheep, herd, sheep, herder. See, holy shit. Etymology at its best. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been kind of funny. Games kind of funny daily. games daily. Next week's hosts go like this on Monday. It's me and Tim. We're back at it like a bad habit. Tuesday, uh, it's me and Imran. Wednesday, it's Greg and Gary with a Thursday, it's Greg and Tim. And then Friday, it's me and Greg. And of course, this. Has been kind of funny, uh, Cowboys Daily each and every weekday live right here on Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. We run you through all the nerdy cowboy news you need to know about. We have a Patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com slash kind of funny games. So stick around for that. Otherwise, until next time, game daily. Fin-